From Los Angeles, California, this is Burncast and I'm the bomb. Happy Tutu Tuesday and welcome to the third season of Burncast. The Burncast team has got another season full of inspiring stories, entertaining topics, and meaningful discussions about what happened at the Green Man this year. In today's episode, we explore the growing impact of citizen media. Specifically, we'll be focusing on its coverage of the event with respect to the early torching of the Burning Man effigy. This episode was produced by Lance Hunter, the producer of Flipped Out, a podcast about the art, culture, and the madness of Austin, Texas, and its burn community. Let's get started. According to Wikipedia, the terms citizen journalism and participatory media refers to, quote, forms of content produced by private citizens who are otherwise not professional journalists. There are many forms of citizen-produced media, including blogs, vlogs, podcasts, hello, digital storytelling, and more, and may be distributed via television, radio, internet, email, and many other forms, unquote. In a report by the Institute of Interactive Journalism entitled Citizen Media, Fad or the Future of News, Author Jan Schaefer writes, quote, The emergence of local news websites with content built from community members is a good thing, although it may not all be journalism, the kinds of finished stories you see in a newspaper, unquote. The report goes on to state that citizen journalism is emerging as a form of bridge media linking traditional forms of journalism with classic civic participation. At ease with their attachments to their communities, citizen journalists are occupying civic spaces with professional journalists who would only squirm, withering under such naked caring about community. Well, Burncast is all about citizen journalism and participatory media. Burncast is independently produced and is offered as a gift to the community. The views expressed on Burncast may or may not reflect that of the Burning Man organization or the Black Rock City LLC, and we're not affiliated with the Cult of Larry. Thus, we're about as truly independent as indie media can get. Having said that, at this time, Burncast is not really about breaking the news. We're more about human interest stories. So the breaking of the news award for Burning Man this year came from citizen journalist laughing squid blogger Scott Beale, who posted on Tuesday, August 28th, the following. Wow, this is a shocker. At around 3 a.m. this morning, during a rare lunar eclipse, the Burning Man sculpture was set on fire prematurely. It is normally burned on Saturday. The Black Rock City Emergency Services Department was able to put out the fire in time and salvage the sculpture. It had not been yet loaded with fuels or explosives. It is still scheduled for its normal burn on Saturday, and they will be working throughout the week to repair any burn damage and reinstall the neon. At the time of this recording, Beale has posted 39 updates to his original blog as the story unfolded instead of creating new and separate posts each day. Dale Doherty from the O'Reilly Media Radar picked up on Beale's posting and commended it, saying, This story on Scott's blog had a real beginning and I could follow it, having the sense of how it developed. I was able to catch up on what I'd missed, and it was satisfying. If the story had been covered in today's newspaper, much of the detail would have been collapsed, summarized, and that summary, if I want it, 
I'll be able to find in Wikipedia. Doherty continues to say, Scott's story hints at a better way to tell a news story. To read Scott Beale's blog entitled Burning Man Set on Fire Early Due to Arson, visit LaughingSquid.com or click on our show notes at BurnCast.net. Okay, that's how one citizen journalist covered the early burn. Coming up, we'll get the BurnCast story. But first, this song by John Jackson entitled Fire. For more information, visit us on the web at burncast.net or click on our blog at blog.myspace.com slash burncast. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. 
time. As for me, I crashed out early that night, having volunteered on the art project Green Shoes. Early on Tuesday morning, I came across Brian Doherty, the author of This is Burning Man. He asked me what I knew, which was nothing. And then I asked him what he knew up to that point. And since he was there at the time, he agreed to file this report for Burncast. Let's listen. Today's um, Tuesday, um, August 28th. And who are you? I'm Brian Doherty. Okay, so I'll just keep back up. Sure. Here. Tell us the story. What happened last night? Okay, last night, uh, pretty much at the apex, if that's the word, of the eclipse when most of the city was rather hushed and facing the moon. Uh, suddenly, someone in my crew noticed a emergency vehicle uh, heading very swiftly behind us towards where the man was standing, the opposite direction for almost every, where almost everyone was facing because of the eclipse, and then noticed that uh, the man, by what we first assumed might be just a trick of the light, looked like he was on fire. And then with the Another moment's look, we realized, in fact, the entire figure of the man was indeed on fire. And uh, I've heard later, and the visual evidence of the charred body that's still standing on top of the pavilion uh, seems to verify this, that the fire started in, I, I guess, what would be his left uh, leg and spread up from there. I would say that the entire figure was pretty solidly ablaze for a good... 20 minutes. It's actually surprising when you see it today how how little destroyed the figure seems. Uh, rather quickly they got fire trucks into the central perimeter, uh, or water trucks rather, and uh, began shooting great gushing arcs of water at the burning man. Embers from the man were raining down onto the pavilion. At first it seemed like they were just trying to wet, and in fact indeed they were just trying to wet the roof of the pavilion itself we were assuming uh, to keep it from catching on fire, which worked. Uh, it did not catch on fire substantially. But then they switched the jets of water from just wetting the pavilion roof to actually putting out the man himself. I'd say after about 10 minutes, a very interesting visual of the arcs of water behind the burning man. They did succeed in putting out the man before it collapsed, before the structure under him caught fire. They um, A very impressive array of... Uh, of perimeter cones appeared from I don't know where they're normally staged. They uh, a bunch of uh, ranger types, uh, many of whom were telling me they had just been woken up for this. Uh, uh, maintained a 25 foot past the circle of lights around the man perimeter. I'm not sure why they needed such a wide perimeter, but they began maintaining that uh, once the man was out and uh, kept that perimeter, I guess, for the next hour. And uh, I passed out shortly after that, and I'm hoping to find out more uh, now. What do you make of that? Do you think it was a malcontent or just speculation? I know, but sure. While watching it at the time, of course, I and the people around me had no idea what had caused it. And in fact, I heard contradictory reports from people who all swore they saw or saw some photos someone took that showed. Uh, um, one person insisted they had a time series bunch of photos that showed it clearly was a, a spontaneous neon short that there was no human up there who had caused it. But the story I heard from more people than any other, uh, including some uh, ranger types guarding the perimeter, is that indeed an individual uh, seemed to have climbed to the top of the pavilion, actually got his hand physically onto the leg of the man, stuck something that I had, had described as 
uh, what seemed like a, a firework of some sort wrapped in a piece of cloth, possibly a flag, though no one identified it positively as any particular flag, <laughs> jammed it into the man's left leg and, and it went off uh, starting the fire. And I hear uh, from you, in fact, that someone is apparently in custody for doing so. And if it was indeed the specific act of a specific person, which took a great deal of effort and planning, presumably they had some reason or motive to do so, and uh, and maybe it did have to do with, and I heard one person in the crowd sort of mock cheering uh, this, actually, as it was going on, because this is what burners do. I mean, I, uh, it's actually worth noting that the crowd, to Burner's credit, was was not like staring in like shocked awe or horror at this. You know, we were mostly having fun with it. There was uh, some cheering, um, a little booing, in fact, when they started putting them out. Because I think most of us at that point had decided that, well, you know, here it is. It's on fire. Let's let's you know. What are you gonna do with a bunch of waterlogged wood? But uh, they they do appear from this morning's vantage point to have put it out in time. I I certainly am guessing that they're probably building another man right now out at out, out at the ranch. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to find that out, and um, uh, I'm sure everything will go as planned. And you know, by Thursday, it'll probably be thought of as just a. a a screwy playa rumor by most people who weren't here Monday night. Like, oh, right, yeah, they burned the man on Monday. Yeah, sure. What? No, he's right there. But they did. <laughs> they, whoever they are, did indeed burn the man on Monday. And, uh, we don't know why yet. We don't know why. Okay. And you're going to do a story for... Yeah, I'm, I, I should be filing something about this for Wired.com sometime today, I hope, uh, with, oh. if computer connections succeed. Well, thank you very much. Do you have anything to say? I, I think that covers it. Thank you. Community! Community! I'm drinking. <laughs> okay, so there you have it. Brian Doherty's eyewitness account of the early burn. We now turn to Lance Hunter and his coverage about the word on the streets of Black Rock City. Here we go. <clears throat> Hello, all you beautiful Burncast listeners. This is Lance Hunter, taking a break from my fanatical devotion to the Texas Regionals to talk about that little thing in the desert. As you all almost certainly know by now, the man was burned on Monday night during Burning Man this year. Now, Black Rock City is different from other cities in many ways, but one of the biggest differences is the lack of any pervasive media. Sure, we've got radio stations, newspapers, and even internet access. But honestly, during the event, very few people have access to working radios, none of the newspapers have many points of distribution, and you're lucky if you can get internet access without being at center camp at 4.30 in the morning. Now, with this lack of pervasive media, news spreads during the event the old-fashioned way, word on the street. So, Tuesday morning, about seven hours after the man's early burn, I decided to see what the street had to say. How had the word on the street spread, and what were people saying about the events of the previous night? Now, I present my findings, the words of ordinary citizens of Black Rock City as they gave me the lowdown. But someone did get, did get bust already. No way, yeah, they, they got him? Yeah. yeah, they got some guy, they got, it's on film. It's gonna be up on YouTube today. Yeah. <laughs> yep. People won't believe in it. People that are come, still coming out here are going to think it's some kind of like onion kind of thing. You know how like every year the onion says, Burning Man canceled. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's fucking... Do you reckon like, it's on YouTube already? 
Oh, I bet it is. I bought a ticket with a week's worth of suspense involved. <laughs> I want my money back. So, did you hear what happened last night? Uh, yes. Uh, the, man, uh, the man, the man lit on fire, and they uh, managed to extinguish him before burned entirely to the ground. But it looks like one of his arms is singed, and his leg is a little worse for the wear, and uh, the whole pavilion's closed down. No shit. At least temporarily. And so, like, did you hear anything else about like who did it or what, how it happened? I have heard the most fabulous slew of rumors. <laughs> I have heard that a guy climbed all the way up to the man with a torch, set a torch to the man, jumped onto the tent, slid down the tent, and slunk off into the night. Nice. I heard that he got caught. Didn't escape. I heard that Google burned the man. <laughs> um, I heard that uh, the moon didn't like the man, and so the moon set the man on fire. Nice. What uh, with the eclipse and all? I don't what was the eclipse? And all. Yeah, where, where was the moon at three in the morning? I didn't see it up in the sky, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. I heard that the DJ was spinning such fat beats that, uh, <laughs> that not only was the dance floor lit on fire, but also the man. Excellent. Um, and I also heard it was space rays. Nice. Yeah. All right, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I trampled down and they caught him. The consensus is I talked to a few rangers that somebody climbed up there during the eclipse when the, uh -huh. the, the guard was down just a little bit while they were guarding it and threw, threw some shit in the leg and it's blew like it up. 9 And then other people again. were saying it's conspiracy because yes, of the corporations so that are now being in here. And I said, I don't, I don't think it really has to do anything with that. Insurance money. Personally, I think it has to all to do with the fact that you can't drive around an art car with an open container anymore. What I've happened? heard about that shit. Yeah, yeah. with fucking, like, did, didn't fucking Dave Best get hit or something? Yeah, David Best got a ticket. Ain't that some shit? We got stopped last night. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hello. Oh, I caught it on tape. Did you see what happened? They caught the guy. He climbed up the rope and he fucking let the feet on fire and it burned. No shit. So, so he's sitting right here by those ping pong balls marked out in front of the tent. We're staying over at Entheon and walked out there. He's like, look at how fucking great those fucking ping pong balls are. He's like, then you got the fucking eclipse. I'm shooting it up close and I'm panning mm -hmm. over and then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, look at that art car. It's getting kind of hot. It's all weird. And then we see all the cars start come flying in from all over the place with the sirens and shit. We're like, well, I wonder what's going on. Riot, some kind of crazy party over by the art car. And I'm like, the fucking man's on fire. What? And then we all just start running out there. Uh -huh. We got the camera on the whole way, going back and forth between Lunar Eclipse, Burning Man. Lunar Eclipse, Burning Man on a freaking Monday. What kind of dumb jerk would go do that? It totally flips everything around, but in a weird way. I know it's only going to get better, just like everything else out here. Yeah. So you see them out there with the lights? They're building it already. Hey, <laughs> hold them down yet? What I heard already from jumping out of the van in the morning right away was that someone jumped up on there with a blowtorch taped shut, taped on, and uh, climbed the structure and lit the uh, lit the accelerant on fire and shut the wind. So, right, so you got here like this morning? Oh no no, I was sleeping last night. Oh, okay. <clears throat> that's just when I got up. You know, that's what they said happened. Cool. People that were up here attending the furnace. Uh, I didn't even see any part of it. So. Okay. Have you heard anything from anybody? Or? Yeah, but that's just what I heard. Uh, <laughs> I don't, man. Thanks. We saw it burn. Oh yeah, did you hear about what happened or anything? Or? This, uh, someone said that someone climbed up it and burned it. Okay. That's what we heard. 
cool. Someone who's like one of the man builders told us that it was arson and uh, that I think the guy, they caught him and like arrested him and shit. Alright, cool. Thank you. So, they said they're, they think they can have it back in two and a half days. Yeah, excellent. That's a good build time right there. <laughs> Only thing he got partially burned from somebody climbing up on it with a flare. Okay. That's, That's what, we what we've heard. Oh, anything else? <laughs> That's it. And that it's going to take about three days to rebuild it, which kind of sucks for the DPW guys. I believe it's because of the reduce, reuse, recycle. They're, I've already burned it once, so they're going to recycle it by burning it again later on this week. Reduces the carbon footprint of the second burn if the first one's already happened. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's something green like that as far as I know. <laughs> so the word on the street was they caught the guy like immediately after he set it on fire because he was the only person running away and everyone else is running toward it. Nice. So they caught him. It's felony. He's in jail. And uh, we just saw Danger Ranger, and he said that there are plans in the works, and we'll definitely be doing something Saturday night, something big. And we've decided that he's now the Green Phoenix instead of the Green Man. The man was kidnapped. <laughs> Homeland Security took it over. We've got it back. It's all fine. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Thank you. Peace clear. Free issue. 50 bucks. Yeah, like, uh, what's the vibe? What happened again? Somebody farted and went, lit it and it caught the man on fire. Excellent. Like that one, huh? Yes, that's good. Actually, that's we did it frame someone else and fucking they're getting fucked right now. I am glad to immediately tell you the immediate truth. I don't know. <laughs> we only know the rumors. That's not original quote. Mark Twain. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> they right. burned it on purpose. It's all part of the plan. Oh, yeah. Oh. Just, to, just to start the rumors, I guess. All I heard was uh, somebody at the peak of the eclipse torched it. Oh. They thought it was the time to burn it. But I don't know. I mean, because the man has lit itself in the past um, because of voltage issues with the neon and uh, the joints as the arms were raised. So I haven't heard the official word from Rob, the guy who designed it. I was actually asleep. Oh, okay. Did you have your anything? Nope. Uh, what I heard was that... Uh, Somebody got a little anxious and on his own uh, went up and set it on fire. Uh, and, but they put it out. Yeah, is there anything else about working down? Well, yeah. I heard they caught him, which I don't care. <laughs> when I, well, when I first saw it, we were sitting on the playa and we looked over there and I saw one leg on fire and I thought it was some mini Burning Man display and I went, oh, look at that. This is a little early, but okay, they're going to burn something. And I looked back and there was center camp behind me and I went, oh my God. So the man is burning. So we got on our bikes and went right up there and we had a front seat road. No one was around. Mm -hmm. And then we heard some guy and locked him up in Reno. Oh yeah? Yeah, a camp member said he uh, he went over to these people. He said, hey, can I have a drink? He took a drink and then bolted and took a can of kerosene and, and lit it on fire. Cool. So I think it's a positive thing, though. Definitely. What do you think? <laughs> Honestly, I have not talked to too many people who think it's a negative thing so far. It's positive, man. It means uh, you don't have to wait until the end. I was going to miss it this year anyway, so I was like, oh, okay, guess I'm not. <laughs> Lunar Eclipse Anne, yeah, it's her first burn, and she got to see it. Right on. Cool. So have fun. Hey, burn. <laughs> it's still standing. Cool. That's all I know. It's the black man. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All I've heard is rumors, so I don't know what really happened. Well, what rumors have you heard? That's what I'm trying to collect uh, here. Exactly so, what that man just said. Uh, I haven't heard any of the rumors. Yeah. <laughs> I heard uh, 
could have been neon signs blowing up. Uh, yeah. Could have been fireworks, or it could have been somebody running up there and torching it. Could have been terrorists. <laughs> we heard a, there was a fire, an arson. Arson? Yeah. Oh, anything else? Uh, that the, uh, that the rangers went, did a mad scramble to control it. Um, I heard it caught on fire. That's generally the consensus so far. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anything heard it else? caught on fire and uh, burned. All right. Well, thank you. The lunar eclipse, the, the moon, uh, turned such a bright pinkish orange color that. I actually think it was when the rotation of the Earth hit like 37 degrees and so it was like solar flares that were reflected off of the moon and that actually came down and sparked the Burning Man. Fantastic. All right. Thank you. Nice. Causing a premature yeah. <laughs> a burnilation. What I heard is it just someone arsenified it. Oh yeah? Yeah, that's what I heard. But I don't think anybody knows anything. Well, um, we've heard absolutely nothing. Was he burnt? Oh, I didn't hear at all. Yeah, I heard that he got burnt, is okay. what I heard. Um, some eco-terrorists moved out there and decided to turn him into black man. What happened at the man last night? Well, some people fell down, but the others were able to lay on their backs and view him clearly from his underside. Ah. Yeah, which is a first, because usually they don't let you see his undercarriage. Yeah, so it was good. Cool. The man revealed himself to us in a sort of spread eagle fashion. Excellent. Oh, I heard a lot of things, but Ooh. I don't know what's really true. Well, what, what have you heard? What's, what sounds plausible? Um, to you? Well, I heard that someone did it on purpose because it happened right when um, the eclipse happened. Then I also heard it could have been an accident. So okay. I don't know. I mean, he's still standing, so that's good at least. So. Um, Myself and another person came up with the first annual Black Rock City zombie crawl happening tonight. Oh, yeah. Yes, at uh, 7.30, uh, or at 7 o'clock, uh -huh. at 6 and 8, okay. is where we're all meeting. But this year, because the man has burned, he has died, but he will come back, the man is a zombie. Fantastic. The man will live again in zombie form. Um, actually, we heard that someone threw, that climbed up on the man and threw fire on it. It started on fire intentionally. We went past the ranger station and they said it was arson. Okay. And that they are rebuilding it. But we saw the fireworks go off last night. So. Oh, that was awesome, yeah. Yeah, so that's the deal. It has been burned down, but it is being rebuilt and the burn will go on Saturday Ooh, as excellent. planned. So. Any other fun theories you've heard or speculation? Some crazy person who a lot of people dislike right now. So that's all I've heard. Guy so, climbed up and lit it on fire. Is that what you've heard? Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Anything else? No. Yeah. About what happened to the guy or anything? You got caught, caught him. away. Could get charged federally because it was endangering the lives of others and could be pushed a terroristic act if it was uh, brought in by the feds. If the feds decide to get involved. Oh, the man that got burned? Yeah. That's all I heard. Man got burned? Yeah. Somebody burned somebody else's man without permission and oh. upset. I thought they were talking about someone was trying to burn the man man. No, they actually burned something. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I heard. The man. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, this man? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well then I have no idea. Oh, yeah? I think I thought, somebody, I thought it was what something I understood else. was somebody tried to torch him. Torch the man before the man is supposed to be torched. That's Nothing, we heard, oh shit, the man is burning. Oh, okay. Um, I heard that he got burned. And rather ironically, the burn is going to be tried for arson. Um, 
and is being kept in a secret location, possibly being tortured by hippies. I haven't heard anything, to really? be honest with you. I was over there for a bit, but what happened? Oh, dude, these aliens, they, like, landed right next to the thing and zapped it with a laser beam. It was fucking awesome. Fantastic. All right, anything else you heard? Exploding glowworms. There's too many of them eating the wood, and it just combusted. Excellent. All right, I think thank it's you. too many women gathering at the man, and just, it's always an organic combustion. We know exactly really what happened. Oaks. Oh, they're going to rebuild it. Uh, Cosmic twins say they're going to rebuild it. Oh, anything else you've heard? Uh, I was too drunk to hear anything, man. I heard some beats, some boom, boom, boom. We were boom, busy booms. having sex with one girl. Yeah, we had a little piece of it. was fun. Very nice. Right on. Excellent. Thank you. Just kidding, Mom. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was just standing there, and all of a sudden, I, I saw it was burning. I don't know. I was just watching the eclipse, and then I looked over, and I was like, holy shit, the man's on fire. And I, I didn't hear anything about how or why. I just saw them putting it out. We just heard, well, he heard rumors that it burned and we didn't believe it and it's we, it. we think it's cool so now it's not burning man it's burnt man <laughs> fantastic thank y'all oh there was an accidental fire cool anything yeah else? that's all i know because i i was actually crashed out but my uh my friend came up here uh -huh. and he said the knee started on fire right there. And uh, I heard some of the rangers saying that it was like a test run, but I doubt it. <laughs> so, might have been just something, you know, because that's wood and all that stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure something sparked, you know, and they got the fire department there and they put it out. Cool. All right. So, thank you. I'm assuming they're going to burn it on Saturday. <laughs> all I know is that it caught on fire and uh, there's a million rumors out there as to how it started. There's a million rumors out there and uh, that's all I know, man. I don't know any definitive details, unfortunately. Thanks. But there is a 11 o'clock uh, news conference for registered media and press at the commissary. God damn it. I gotta do something. Now, as you just heard, there was a press conference held by the Burning Man organization about the early burn. Though outside the initial goal of my project, I honestly couldn't turn out the chance to attend my first real press conference. And besides, it was at the commissary, and they were offering snacks. I went to Media Mecca to become an officially registered media representative, only to learn that it's harder than you think to get registered if you aren't carrying a camera of some type. Fortunately, even though I was never officially registered, I still managed to make it into the press conference. I present it now, less because the information provided is particularly informative, I mean, we all pretty much know all of this by now, but rather as an insight into the tone of the Burning Man organization around the time that the man burned when they were facing the media and uh, the message was starting to coalesce. So now, the press conference. No 
charges have been announced and the name of the suspect is not being released at this time. There has been no discussion of motive in the episode. We do have the means and the will to rebuild. The event will continue on schedule and the man will burn on Saturday night. Um, a perimeter has been established around the scene right now. It's likely that participants will be permitted to visit the pavilion while rebuilding is underway. Um, I have some information about the sections that will be available for visiting in just a second. This is actually not the first time that the man has required rebuilding. In 1990, the man was accidentally cut up with a chainsaw while it was in storage prior to the event, and it was fully rebuilt in time to transport to the desert. Um, the sections of the pavilion that will remain open once we have established the safety of the structure. The north pavilion will remain open to visitors, um, and the west 9 o'clock side pavilion will, be, will remain open at 3 o'clock is where you will see construction crews gather and start to set up an operation to rebuild the man. I have time for a couple questions and then we do have to clear out of here. We will be available at Media Mecca as well um, throughout the day for additional questions. Anybody have any questions? There was a lot of immediate response last night. There were lots of folks who happened to still be awake. Um, engines came from the three o'clock, five o'clock, and nine o'clock um, stations. And I know that the two large, um, I'm forgetting the technical name for them, the biggest water tankers that can actually project the water high in the air, the two big ones, those were the ones that were integral in putting the fire out so quickly. It took about 23 minutes. Over. Over. <laughs> yes.
I don't have specifics about this arrest. Um, there are, are, it, it depends on which agency, and honestly, I'm not sure which agency is holding him right now. Does Larry know? Larry does know. Larry was actually awake when this happened, and um, his spirits are about like the rest of us, which is, okay, we can do this, we'll rebuild it. And um, it's actually kind of an opportunity for everybody to get to see how the departments here work together and how hard they can work and what the DPW does. You're gonna to get to see this get reconstructed by those hardworking folks right there under the man. So it's uh, sort of it's sort of an opportunity to shine, I think. He's, he's in good spirits. Um, they, different eyewitness reports about when exactly they went out. Usually if, if you've attended the burn before, you've seen that the neon will go out when the fire begins. Um, I don't have information about when the power was cut and whether it was the, the fire or the power being cut that took the neon out. Okay. Hey, Eddie, do you know if anyone uh, has ever been caught before attempting to do something like this, attempting to burn the man prior to the proper time? Every year there are rumors that someone yeah. says they want to. I don't know that there's ever been anybody apprehended in the process of doing so. People probably have bragged that they were, though. Yeah. Yes. Three years ago, a guy started up the base of the man with a can of gas and a big cigarette lighter. And he was stopped by rangers. And his gasoline was gone. Um, I think we're going to have to wrap this up because we've got hungry people. Let's take one more question. In general, that talking about the arsonist, in general, if someone commits some sort of crime how are they held? Well, we do have five law enforcement agencies on site that cooperate with holding, uh, with maintaining the peace and the law at Burning Man. And it depends on the nature of the, the, the infraction. It's everything from the citation to transport off site to processing. Um, it really depends. So. We have five, five agencies that cooperate, and, and the Black Park Rangers are also involved. Thanks, everybody, so much. Um, we've got um, copies of the press release for you. As to read the official Burning Man press release, just click on our show notes at burncast.net. And now all this reporting about what happened is really old news. As we've all come to discover, Paul Addis is accused of torching the man, and his arraignment is set for next 2 to Tuesday, September 25th. We now conclude this episode with voices of the community and what they thought about his actions. Let's listen. Okay, here's the deal. As far as burning the man goes, it was obviously a ritualistic performance coinciding with the eclipse to evoke the magic that the man is being eclipsed and uh, Burning Man has reached its ultimate. Uh, obviously this burn was way too many people, way too many RVs, way too many yuppies. Sorry folks, everything ends and Burning Man is headed downhill and this guy was right on target. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. In the end, I actually sort of support the early burning of the man. Reckless endangerment aside, burners challenge people's presuppositions. And if we can't challenge our own presuppositions, we're the worst kind of hypocrite there is. So burn the man early, burn our golden calves, mess with David Best every once in a while, shake shit up, because that's what we do. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Da Bomb. Paul Addis, 
He's a fucktard. He meant well, but he's a fucktard for burning the man, burning somebody else's art installation. This is Hippie Hunter from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm a simple guy and I've got simple views. He should be banned. He probably already is from ever coming back. If he doesn't want to be there, or, you know, figure out a better way to express it. I could have been coming to this lovely place to uh, shed some religion or something for the man, and he could have stolen the moment. He didn't for me personally, but he could have. That's rude. I say fucktard with good motive. You know, fight the corporate thing. Let's let's do the pure burning man for what it really should be and uh, let it be. Larry did it. Larry did it. I saw him climbing down the man's leg. I saw him. He was laughing. He was laughing. He had a match in his hand and he said, fuck it, burn the shit. Larry did it. We all love to play with fire, but I think pyromaniacs are dangerous and they endanger people's lives. That being said, I like the idea of someone burning the man. I come to Burning Man to question my assumptions and to stare dogma in the face as I askew it. I think we've all become attached to the man burning on Saturday night. It's become the one thing we allow ourselves to remain deeply and passionately attached to while we're on the playa. I think it was an important realization for us to see how attached we are as individuals and as a community to the man, to what it symbolizes, and to when it burns. Let's use this to plant the seeds for seeing Burning Man as an empty and truly freeing and freed place. Burn bright, burn free, but don't hurt other people and don't burn other people's stuff. The bomb, this is Norm 7.0 responding to a question or opinion about the early burn. Well, I personally always felt that Burning Man is a huge stage, an interaction, almost of like adult form fifth graders running about. And when there's an action, there's always a reaction. And I think it lets us all kind of examine or question, you know, evolving Burning Man activities. And I think, you know, Things are, it, it's all part of a story. It's all part of a book. I know that I'm just kind of being in the middle of the road, pro or con, but I am someone that kind of accepts information and then works the dance. You know, it's, um, that's always been kind of my magic at Burning Man is that someone will do something and then someone will react about it and it goes back to participation. Anyhow, I think the logical and more exciting reaction would be to actually incorporate this person's action and actually burn the man or a effigy to the man on a Tuesday or Wednesday prior to the real man being burned. I think it just kind of like interacts with his comments, acknowledges them, and it also kind of acknowledges a younger stage of burning man before it became what people are perceiving as Disney aspect. And, um, you know, it allows, like, the old-timers who will show up, you know, four days earlier than people who are being exposed to the Burning Man, which I think are also <clears throat> vital people that come along and contribute to things. There you go. Have a good one. Hi. Um, I just wanted to leave a message about the episode about Paul Addis. Uh, this is Teresa from North Carolina. 
And I just want to say that the fact that you're doing a Burncast episode on Paul Addis shows that whether we like it or not, he has achieved his goal. I feel the media's desire to glorify all the horrible things that people do is a large part of the reasons why they do them. Don't honor his actions with your attention. Don't give him exactly what he wants, more attention. Give him what he deserves. Ignore him. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for all Burncast listeners who took the time to weigh in with their opinion. And Teresa, I just want to respond to your comment by saying that for the most part, I agree with what you're saying. The way mainstream media can put on a bread and circus show with stories that really aren't news, it it can be frustrating. And if Burncast received advertising dollars or could otherwise monetize our podcast or blog, then sensationalizing the story could serve our interests. But this isn't the case. Burncast is free to anybody who wants to listen to it, and Burncast has no sponsors. I believe that to ignore what happened, to pretend it didn't happen, would be an enormous disservice to the community. Burncast is not aiding and abetting an engine of distraction. Instead, as noted in our mission statement, we strive to give voice and empowerment to every person that participates, and in so doing, assisting the community to reflect and expand its own highest standards for art, self-reliance, self-expression, communal effort, and civic responsibility. But I agree that what we need to do is focus on what Burncast does best, spreading the flames about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. As we roll out into our third season and listen to recordings from Burning Man 2007, unfortunately, there are very few that do not mention the early burn because it happened so early in the event. But we think you'll still be inspired, uplifted, and entertained nonetheless. Until next week, everybody, this is The Bomb reminding you to check out the Burncast MySpace blog at http colon slash slash blog.myspace.com slash burncast, where you'll see selected videos from other citizen journalists at Burning Man, a very cool interactive geo map of Black Rock City, some stencil art from the Stencil Archive, and an open letter of thanks from Peter Hudson, the artist that built Hamora Roborus, also known as the Monkey Tree.
is by the Fighting Cocks and is entitled The Roof is on Fire, which can be found on the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. You have been listening to Burncast, a podcast spreading the flames about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. For more information, visit our website, burncast.net, To contact us, please call the Burncast hotline at 775-363-5861 or click on the MyChingo audio recorder embedded at our website. A very special thanks to Lecter of NoSpectators.com for hosting these podcasts.